0: I cannot believe we are officially in the third season of the Chasing Dreams podcast. It is my honor to be your host, and I am so excited for you to hear this season's episodes. We have grown and learned so much together. It's only going to get better from here. I am Tiara Nicole, and I am very excited to be on this journey with you feel free to follow me at Tiara Nicole Riley and let me know what you think of these episodes. Which one is your fave? As always, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share these episodes with someone who needs to hear these gems. But ultimately, we want to hear from you. Y'all know my favorite episode is the Q&A episode at the end of each season. Make sure you are submitting your questions. All audience questions can be sent by email at chasingdreamspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's ChasingDreams with an S, podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you stay tuned to the end of each episode for a very special announcement. Now let's keep chasing those dreams together. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Chasing Dreams podcast. Today I have our guest, Cat Empa Mathai. Mathai. Okay. <laughs> Mathai. And we rehearsed this before guys. Oh my god. So this cat. Yes. <laughs> she is a writer and an educator. She received her bachelor's in gender studies from the University of California in LA, so UCLA, um, and her master's in education um, in post-secondary administration and student affairs from USC. She currently works as a student affairs practitioner in higher education. She is also the founder of OMA, yes? Ohima, yeah, ohima. Oh, it's a Ghanaian word, yeah. <laughs> ohima Health and Wellness Support Group for Women of Color. The support group provides resources, builds community, supports, and empowers women of color to live in their truth during their health and wellness journey. Welcome to the podcast, Lab. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'd love to start every conversation by just asking, like, what's the dream for you? Mm,
1: I think I'm still kind of figuring out the dream, to be honest. I think it's multiple uh, different things. Um, I want to go further in my career working in higher education, um, but then I also want to be able to write for different blogs and possibly different journals. Um, And I hope to even write a book one day, um, and I'm working on it, but that's kind of the dream in terms of right now, um, what it is too as well.
0: Absolutely. And so this this episode is scheduled to air november 10th so that book will be done by then right
1: we'll see i mean i have like <laughs> i like i keep writing and then i keep editing and i keep writing and I keep editing so um i've actually given myself a year
0: okay. um, to do it but yeah we'll see so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw on some unsolicited advice um I hate unsolicited advice, so I apologize. At no, any, anything, it's part of the journey, anything that I can gain. <laughs> yes, and for anyone who's struggling to, um, like if you want to write a book or things like that, um, so by the time this episode airs, my fourth book will be available for pre-order. Oh, wow. So I, I'd like to believe I have a little bit of um, experience in that realm. One thing that has helped me is to mm-hmm. just write it and then go back and do the editing and and shifting and things like that, but just get it Mm -hmm. out first. And then Mm -hmm. the editing process happens a lot quicker. And then of course you want to have it professionally edited as well. So at the time of recording this episode, I'm currently going through um, my version of editing and just making sure Mm -hmm. what I want to say is being said in the book. Um, But then it's going to go to a professional editor for grammar and structure and you know all of the right. things um and even though i'd like to believe i have great grammar skills you know what you meant to say right so a right. lot of times when you're editing your own stuff right because it makes sense to you you're like oh okay whatever but right. when a third party reads it they're like mm, that didn't quite flow right like you know and they can right. things sometimes out. you need that second pair of eyes Exactly. So second, third, fourth, fifth. <laughs> <Honestly>. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. um, so, my advice to you and anyone looking to write a book is honestly just brain dump it first. Wow. Like, just get it out of your system, and then you can go back and, and cut, edit. edit, shift, adjust, and then both processes happen a lot quicker. That's actually really good advice because I think I keep editing the first like two chapters and yep. then and then the rest never get done. And
1: then the rest never gets done. And I just started writing it in January. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then with, you know, everything going on in terms of like the pandemic, yeah. it's been a little bit, but I've recently gotten back to it again. Yeah. So maybe I should make my deadline even sooner.
0: (laughs) You should. Um, And then also one thing that came to me while you were speaking is having an outline helps as well. Um, And maybe I'll do an episode just talking about books um, and getting that story out. But having the outline allows you to ebb and flow because a lot of times what'll happen is um, you'll write chapter one, but then your brain is on chapter nine. Right. And you're like, but I gotta mm-hmm. get to, mm-hmm. but if you have an outline, I mean. you Definitely. can add and flow to different chapters and it'd right. be okay. And there's still a continuity. Yeah. So if you're thinking about chapter three, mm. but really you're on chapter one, like right. it allows you to flow. Exactly. And I, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that helps minimize writer's block because a lot of times we feel writer's block because our brain wants to go to another part of the story and we don't allow it to. But having that outline defined out front allows for continuity, but it allows you the freedom to go wherever your brain is at that point. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, so have an outline ebb and flow as you need to, mm-hmm. write it all out, do a brain dump, and then, and then go back yeah. and a- edit and adjust. Yeah, and- I, I, think, I think the main issue for me is actually just, I have
1: the outline already. I just, I'm so, I'm, I'm such a perfectionist, so yes. I want it to be perfect before I continue writing, but you are definitely right. I think writing it all out and then editing it so that it doesn't slow me down too, but then I'm also getting what I need to get done and out yes. there it's really really important too you are definitely right
0: I wrote my third book in wow that's amazing four books yeah so my third book life after loss was written in like a month and a half and like in the publisher's hand within about 45 days so Hmm. it's possible but you you definitely have to commit to I'm just gonna write And it's gonna come across however it comes across and then go back and fix it um and i get being a perfectionist and you want it to be perfect um also recognizing perfect is not (laughs) attainable in all cases Mm -hmm. but you also want to put your best Mm -hmm. foot forward especially for your first book got it cool but don't let that stop the creative process Mm. be creative and then go back Mm -hmm. and be cleaner
1: (laughs) Ooh, yes, this is all part of the journey. I think, yeah, and I always love learning for folks, so don't feel like it's unsolicited at all. This is, this is the advice that I need. This is yeah. what I'm to do
0: right now. <laughs> Absolutely. So we talked a little bit about your dream before I had a Kanye West at the awards moment. I apologize. <laughs> Listen, okay, I'm going to let you finish, but... <laughs> no, no, this is good. No, and I mean, it's a conversation, so... <laughs> Yeah, so when did you realize the dream and how has it changed over the years?
1: So I would definitely say I realized the dream, I would say almost about 10 years ago. Um, so I have a different, in terms of like my life, it, it was very different growing up. Um, I am a child of immigrants from Ghana um, and very, like a very religious household, very conservative household in terms of like God and religion and whatnot. So um, I realized with certain things in life, I was sheltered uh, growing up, but then also I went to like a really weird, small private school um, and I was actually bullied a lot um, because of my race, because of where I come from. Um, I even had points where teachers were involved in the situations and my mom had to finally step uh, step in um, and kind of take over what was going on. Um, and so I realized, you know, being not just, you know, a woman, but being a black woman in this country, um, I needed to step up my game um, and do what I wanted to do um, and be successful. Even though success, you can kind of measure it in your own way, yeah. just be more educated and be more successful in my own right. Um, so at first, the dream started off with proving the people who had really given me a hard time in school growing up wrong but then as time progressed i realized i needed to do it for myself um and in doing it for myself um i came to the realization of the dream that i wanted to achieve in terms of you know writing my book becoming an educator um and and even writing now
0: and i just want to take a moment to give you and every black woman Mm -hmm. listening permission we do not have to show up in this world as perfect, right? And a lot of times mm-hmm. there's this innate pressure to be right. perfect in order all to the time. be powerful, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the the great pressures of being a black woman in this mm-hmm. country is mm-hmm. that it's almost like we have to show mm-hmm. up perfect, right? To be accepted. Just to mm-hmm. be palatable, mm-hmm. you know. But the reality is, black women functioning at a hundred percent—it's too much, and it—it's a wear and tear. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a wear and tear. Mm-hmm. But even if you showed up at eighty mm-hmm. percent, you're probably still the best in the room. Good. So yeah. every once in a while, give yourself permission. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I do. Especially,
1: I, I think definitely now I definitely do. Um, especially with the Ohima Health and Wellness Support Group that I created. Um, I, I actually created it because I realized that you there's not that much documentation on the real journey in the time it's happening, in the moment. You always hear about um, kind of the success afterwards. And yeah. so kind of sitting in those feelings of like, you know what, like, I, like, even, like, I'm going through this right now, especially with my mental health, and and I'm, this is what I'm going through, and I need to kind of process it, realize it, and kind of move forward, like, we don't really see those things, even with, like, physical health, too, we don't see, like, women who are, maybe want to lose weight, you don't see, like, you always see, like, before and after photos, but you never see, like, what they really went through, and so I wanted to kind of highlight um, with the support group, um what Based more so women of color um on their journeys and really help them live in their truth and show my own personal story of what I'm going through and how I'm kind of overcoming those obstacles or even just kind of like going sitting in it and sitting in that discomfort for that moment yeah. um and overcoming it too yeah
0: absolutely so what are some things you've learned about how your health and wellness journey
1: that's a great question. I realized that I didn't, didn't actually know a lot um, about, like in terms of, especially with mental health and physical health, I, I had a lot of like realizations as time has progressed. Um, and because of those realizations too, um, I've been working on my health in terms of like how I eat um, and how, how many times I work out and even like talking to a therapist and being intentional and picking like a female, black female therapist because she knows my experience, or at least can relate to my experiences, too. Mm-hmm.
0: I That is so huge on my list. So I'm a big mm. fan of therapy. Me, too. Um, And <laughs> I have seen the most success with a Black female therapist. It's true. Like, I don't have to. And then um, outside of Black female therapists, I would say non-Black person of color, but mm-hmm. still female. Right. Um. But my preference is a Black female. I want you to show, I don't want to have to translate. Nope. Like, Mm -mm. when I'm talking about family dynamics, when I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, um, like, the concept of racial battle, I think it's called racial battle fatigue. Like, when I'm talking about things like that, like, I don't want to have to decode because honestly it's taking up time and energy like i want to get right to the problem (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so if you already show up Mm -hmm. the same um Mm -hmm. with not even not necessarily the same background Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. at least a familiarity with what Mm -hmm. i'm talking about exactly and yeah and i feel like in the world that we live in
1: today it's like we almost have to explain all the time but just to have that space where you have that like you said having that familiarity of um just even having the same thing being a, being both two black women talking um is important just to have that space almost brave space too as well cuz we can't do it all the time it's always like go go go
0: <laughs> yeah and i mean the reality is like mm-hmm. as of right now therapy is one of the top spaces i feel safe to be vulnerable me too you know like it's like therapy my journal and mm-hmm. my best friend mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yep. and it's yep. like yep. Those mm-hmm. are my safe spaces, um, but I look forward to therapy, and not in the sense of like something's wrong right now, but when everything's okay, that's what we can deal with the baggage. Right OK. Yeah. Now we can unpack some of them, that right. baggage that came as early as seven years old. Right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we can go back and heal that little girl mm-hmm. so that the 28-year-old me exactly can be whole and show up mm-hmm. in this world healed Right but you can't feel what you pretend doesn't exist. Exactly. And that's why therapy is so important. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to start a new venture, but maybe a little afraid?
1: Just do it.
0: Okay. Uh, yep. Like it's
1: like with writing the book, you yes. have just even writing blogs um, or if it, maybe it might be going to get the degree, just do it. Um, because if you don't do it, then you'll just be in that space of like, oh, I wish I did this. Or like, I'm just going to stay here and be stuck. Just do it. it. You'll make so many mistakes. I've made so many mistakes. But then what's great about my, you know, especially with the support group, um, is that I have other fellow health and wellness entrepreneurs who um, are all women of color um, that kind of who have been in the game for a long time. Um, and they give me advice and kind of give me mentorship too as well. Um, so you, like, if you have, you'll, you'll, and you build that as the time goes on. Um, and I've only been doing this health and wellness support group for since March. So only about two months, but I've been able to build sort of like a small network already. Yeah. Um, uh, of, of women like that. Um, and you kind of, and they, and when you make mistakes or when you, you learn, you learn as time goes on and they help you and you and you also learn yourself like even if they're not there with you you see something you like oh maybe i'll try something new this time so don't feel like you always have to be on top of it um and honestly with the following and stuff it will progress it will grow you just kind of have to be patient with yourself and patient with the process too as well
0: absolutely and yes. i have that conversation a lot with um I do business coaching. And so a lot of mm-hmm. my clients. I, think are, I saw that on your website. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, but a lot of them are, you know, just starting out and figuring right. things out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just be consistent. Like people will find you. Be consistent. Mm-hmm. People will be find consistent me. because mm-hmm. if people find you and you look inconsistent, they're not going to stay. No, <laughs> <They're laughs> not. Um, right. And there are times where even myself, like being four years in, like there mm-hmm. are still moments where I'm like, What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> right. right, you know? right. Um, but then every once in a while, like someone will message me and be like, oh, keep it up. Your your posts are inspirational. Or...
1: I have that is so true. That is so true. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> Like, there was one point where I think there was one post where I didn't get that many likes or like I didn't get that many reads. And it's been happening a little bit more recently. And I think because people aren't on, on social media as often. But I had two of my like two followers that I didn't know. They both messaged me and were like, This post was so amazing. Like, keep it up. And so it's like, Okay, I can't stop now. I have to yeah. keep going. You were so right about that, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. thing that's
0: helped me to persevere through those moments mm-hmm. is recognizing that if mm-hmm. even just one person yep. is impacted, right. I've done my job. Yeah, Because God will move heaven and earth for one yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. He will leave 99 sheep because one is lost. And mm-hmm. that also includes having you create products and services and posts mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that, just so we can come across one person's time
1: lives.
0: and you don't know who you're even impacting you may have changed that person's life exactly. for that moment exactly. it's true yeah so just keep it up just fight through it I know it's discouraging sometimes mm. but just <laughs> with, consistency, with consistency um it, the results will show up for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure so how have your past experiences defined and cultivated your future dreams
1: yeah, so I think I mentioned this a little earlier, but definitely my, you know, my childhood growing up, um, being Ghanaian and also being American, um, also being Black and being a woman of color, um, these experiences have definitely shaped what I want to do in my life um, in terms of working in higher education, um, in terms of writing, um, and even, you know, with the health and wellness support group. I feel like there's certain topics also just to mention, um, growing up, there were certain things that we did not talk about Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to bring it up with the women in my life. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I know a lot of women, especially, um, women of color, um, do go through this. They don't know how to talk about certain areas like sexual health or, um, even like weight gain, because sometimes Uh and I've experienced this where I've had family members tell me that I've got too big (laughs) and they don't know how to talk to their children, um, or even just people that are really that are like more like family friends or outside, they talk to you in a way thinking that they're helping you, but they're really not. Um and so this health and wellness support group uh specifically and especially the blog posts are supposed to show that like it's okay if you gain some weight like you shouldn't feel so bad about yourself you're beautiful the way you are in terms of like even sexual health like i hope in the future to and i'm not i mean i obviously like i know about sexual health but um kind of getting those resources out and helping um, other women of color who, especially young women of color that don't have those resources, helping them um, learn more about their sexual health and like the do's and don'ts and like what really works for them. Yeah. Um, and so things like that, things that are, are almost taboo in a sense, but like really bringing it up um, and even like mental health anxiety. I didn't honestly, growing up, we did not talk about that god is great god is good but you also need to talk to somebody about it yeah. um, and so that's the reason those are like a lot of reasons why i i did this group and like it's a big dream of mine to share that and, and make women feel like it's okay to feel how you're feeling too yeah. or, and in I, terms I, of individual. i mm-hmm. had a
0: conversation with uh my first lady recently i was like mm-hmm. listen i need jesus and my therapist
1: right
0: i need prayer Yes." I need spiritual counseling, right? And I need My- mental health therapy. Like mm-hmm. I need both. It's not mm-hmm. an or scenario mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day, I do have a history with depression. I've had a history with suicide. Um, mm-hmm. I have a current mm-hmm. history, not so history with uh, grief um, mm-hmm. after miscarrying twins. Like mm-hmm. I need both. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Not that Jesus is not enough. Not that prayer doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But He created therapists for a reason.
1: My sister, my sister is in school to become a therapist, and she always oh says that she's like Jesus created the therapist. Like we've told our mom that, and she, my was like I, old school. Yeah. But we've told her like Jesus created the therapist, and therapists have therapists, and so. <laughs> because
0: at the end of the day, mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if you had a car accident, yeah, right you would go see a doctor and pray about it right yep if you have mm-hmm. and and the thing about mental health is it's such a it's an internal in, in injury, oh, injury physical yeah and because there's no physical injury um, or signs of a physical injury you think you're okay the reality is if you got into a car accident and you were sitting there like, "No, I don't want an ambulance. I'm not going to the hospital. I'm just gonna go home and pray about it." They'd probably take you to the insane asylum. Right. Right. Honestly, mm-hmm. the same is true with a breakup. The same is true with death of a loved one. The same is true with all of these other um, injuries mm-hmm. that occur in life, just as a part of life. Right. You know, like it, it's right. okay to right. not be, oh okay exactly it is okay
1: yeah, and and that's the, why, yep and that's why I, I hone in on that's part of the journey it's okay to yeah. not be okay in the moment you will overcome this you will get yeah.
0: through it yeah and one thing I always have to remind myself of mm. is that as millennials
1: you mm. are the
0: first generation who has the luxury of self-care yep the reason, um, you know, older generations kind of look mm-hmm. at us like, we, we therapy, <laughs> like, uh, particularly in the black community, in the
1: black community, yep, like, mm-hmm.
0: so we're Gen Y, technically, right. Gen X was fighting for equal pay, right, and, and you know, uh, feminism and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Baby boomers mm-hmm. were fighting for civil rights, right? You know what I mean like, right. mm-hmm. uh um, back up. You know three generations before that was slavery mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. for us to now be in a position where we can think about the the human experience right and actually live in and live in it yeah. mm-hmm. um is not something that i take for granted or i try not to take for granted mm-hmm. um and it's one of those things where you have to know where you come from and why there are certain stigmas um mm-hmm. Within our community, and it's because you know, we're not that far removed from Jim Crow. we are not that far removed from Jim Crow. What, 16? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are people alive. Yep, we went through it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that was, you can't sit in this restaurant, no, let alone right. go to a spa right. or take the day off. Right. Or, you know, have a mental I remember one time I took a mental health day and my mother was like, What? And I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. okay today, so I'm not going to work. Right. <laughs> and my and, PTL yeah. was covering it. So right. <laughs> mm-hmm. and she was really just like, My mom does the same thing. What do you mean you're right. not going to work right. today? Right. Like, and, an it, and I think it's because they always had to hustle too and exactly. always have to like
1: keep working at even the I like saw my mom work through things, like you know there was something wrong, but she kept she just would go yeah. to work. Yeah and kept going. Yeah. Um
0: and yeah, I really yeah. Yeah. So, so now that, that we've life. gotten through mm-hmm. slavery, then now we- that we've gotten through civil rights, mm-hmm. now that we've gotten through feminism, now <laughs> Hmm. that all of those issues are at least there's so, there's so issues
1: <laughs> i was going to say yeah, it's
0: yeah it's different mm-hmm. the the there's a veil mm-hmm. <laughs> that they're resolved right um and i use the word resolved very lightly lightly yep <laughs> very very lightly but now that there's at least laws in place supposedly protecting us from those issues right we can at least pretend like they're asleep long enough to worry about, am I okay today? Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. So what would you say is your number one secret to success? That's a great question. I
1: definitely think um, just honestly, just keep like you you were talking about earlier, being consistent Mm. Um, and then also, you know, being prayerful about it too. I think those two hand in hand um, with anything that you're doing um, will help you become successful. Um, Growing up, I actually was told by teachers that I wouldn't go to college. And so before I even went to UCLA, I I was a transfer student. I did two years at community college and then transferred. But those two years in the community college were so crucial to the trajectory of my life. And I think because I was so consistent with working hard in school, yeah. and doing all the things i needed to do um i was able to transfer to a great school um so being cons- just consistent um and being you know prayerful about it knowing your self worth and what you um are worthy of I, that's definitely the long run to becoming successful i think that's what that's what the secret is
0: yeah mm-hmm. that is so so true um yeah. you're out of so this is episode 39? Yeah. Okay. So 39. And you're only the second person who has had the exact same answer that I have.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Yes.
0: Um, oh, really? <laughs> so, consistency and God are my secrets to success. Right. Um, with, with regards to God, like, I treat God like my business partner.
1: Mm. I only
0: do. Things in my business that I feel him telling me to do. And when I no longer hear him telling me to do it, I stop. Right. Right. Like the spirit has to lead. It's true. Mm -hmm. Not only lead you into a yes, but lead you into a not anymore. Mm -hmm. Like learning when to stop things is just as important as learning when to take action on things. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from a natural stance, I'm very, very consistent.
1: Um,
0: Since May 2017 okay I have touched my business every day Wow. without fail right every day mm-hmm. and I've taken days off I've even taken vacation earlier mm-hmm. this year you know all of the things but I can't even sleep at night if I haven't touched my dream yeah. like it just I just can't anymore Uh um and I started the business in 2016 but like in May 2017 that's when I was like all right this is what I'm doing I'm ready I'm focused let's go and literally it was it was just building that consistency now some days it's 10 hours right some days it's 30 minutes minutes. yep but every day every day Mm I do something to push the needle a little bit further so when people look at me and they're like you know how are you doing all the things that you do (laughs) one I have systems in place right two I'm incredibly organized right and then I just work hard and work consistently and like I think
1: with that too like focusing on the like knowing your goal
0: knowing Mm. your dream
1: It, it's also, it propels you to want to do what, yeah. like, get organized, be more consistent, be more grateful. Like, getting to that dream, that's how you get there.
0: Too. Absolutely. Yeah. So what final thoughts do you have for the audience? Um, well, for the audience specifically, I hope
1: that um, you t- what you take away is basically the journey in terms of, like, what we're going through, um, even now with everything with um the Floyd case, um, and all the other black, uh, uh, men and women who are being affected by it, I hope, um, in your journey with, like, mental health and with, um, even your physical health, um, and even just, like, if you have a goal, too, um, and you're trying to achieve that goal or achieve that dream, just be consistent, sit in your journey, just go through the feelings of everything, um, even, like, and I know there's a lot of trauma going on, too, right now, and I'll be honest and tell you that, like, I've been feeling very, it's been kind of hard to write this week or to do anything this week um, because of everything. I mean, I've been living in my whole life, but it's like been propelled now, um, but not to stop, just to keep going um, in your journey, but if it comes to mental health, physical health, your goal, um, and whatever you want to achieve
0: too. Absolutely. And you can also check out my blog and my support group. <laughs> and that was my next question where can people find you if they want to learn more follow your journey etc yeah so um just to learn about
1: um women of color myself and other women of color um if you go to our website it's called we support ohemas um we support and then dot acom um that's where you'll read all my blog posts um, and then I also spotlight other women of color who are going through their own uh, health and wellness journeys and they kind of give advice on, um, you know, staying healthy mentally and physically. Um, and then we also have a Facebook group um, and an Instagram
0: page. You can follow us. It's we support LMOs, uh as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of the Chasing Dreams podcast and for sharing your dream with us. Thank you for having me this was so great absolutely we'll see you next week guys if you are anything like me you know you love a good statement tee, right right well if that's you you are in luck i have a few statement tees that might be just for you have you checked them out yet if not We still have a few available at tiaranicolereilly.com slash shop. So make sure you check them out. We have our OG of the bunch. I'm a woman. What's your superpower? And our brand new t-shirt, hashtag Godfident. Our Godfident tee comes in both men and women's sizes. So make sure you take a look. Visit slash shop to order yours today. Be sure to use promo code Tierra Nicole for 15% off of any tea.